0: Really wanting not to think that the old fun, crazy, happy go lucky live doesn't exist anymore. I'm trying very, very hard to keep her alive, and I reckon that's Mm. really important too that you know we really make time for ourselves, that you know Mm. who we are lives and breathes, and we don't forget about ourselves. Mm. What do you think? Uh, What have your reflections? Totally agree. I mean, I think the thing I've struggled with the most, particularly on the identity
1: front, is similar to what you're saying like, we were always the, the hard working, career oriented party people love to be social love to be out and you know did our exercise the facets of our life that were important to us we had plenty of time for those different facets and now I'm trying to incorporate more into a very full pie right (laughs) now it's like parenthood and where does parenthood fit Hello and welcome to Parenthood, conversations about life after kids. I'm your host, Leonia Akidanor, and every fortnight I will bring you discussions about the real and raw realities of parenting, life behind the Instagram filter. Join us as we laugh, cry and bond over the organised chaos that is parenthood. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Pod. So this week I have Liv on, and we are bringing you our Real Talk segment. That's right. Going forward, every time Liv comes on The Pod, which is every second episode we release, we'll be discussing the good, the bad, and the ugly regarding parenthood, but also bringing you a specific topic, and it really is just real talk. This week our topic is The Unexpected, So all of those surprising elements that we never expected about parenthood, we actually threw it to our audience on Instagram as well to get a better understanding of what surprised them about parenthood. And the answers are pretty intriguing. We reflect back on our 20s, on our teenage years and how damn easy life was back then, Uh, but also the joys that parenthood has brought and the challenges as well. Before we get into the episode, just letting you all know that we are recording from lockdown 6.0 here in Melbourne. It's been, I guess in one word, I'd call it fatiguing. Even people who have DM'd me on Instagram and other friends of mine who have reached out, it seems like the general consensus is complete deflation and I guess frustration that we don't know how long this COVID business is going to actually Continue on, and and how long our lives are going to be completely interrupted by the destruction that COVID is bringing. It is frustrating, but hopefully this episode brings you a few chuckles as you go about your daily parenthood lives. Enjoy. Mom, mom. Real, real, real talk. Liv, welcome once again to the pond. Always great to have chats with you. How
0: are you? Pretty good. Thanks for having me back for my weekly therapy. <laughs> I feel like this is what this has become for me. It's great. <laughs> a, a bit of
1: self-reflection, you know? That's it. That's it. It's it's a gift. Oh, Absolutely. I was actually thinking this morning, like ordinarily, if we weren't in lockdown, I'd be like, Liv, let's go get a wine. Let's have a bit of a chat. But these days with uh, lockdown also among us, um, we are sitting here in our track ears with our microphones on and we uh, catching up how times have changed
0: <laughs> oh god what a crazy world isn't it feeling oh. for everyone out there especially all those homeschooling mums and dads oh yeah. hard work honestly crazy really stuff. hard work um, now we
1: are obviously recording this ahead of time and actually ahead of schedule more so because I was like we're in lockdown let's just keep having the chats and bring bring them to the table um so by the time this airs hopefully we are not in lockdown still but um, how has your lockdown experience been to date
0: oh, we all I think we know what it is now like mm. you know, I sense a lockdown coming now and I add two cases of wine to cart. <laughs> <laughs> it's What are the essentials now? Like, we know what we're doing, particularly in Victoria, right, Yeah, Um, that we see it coming and it's, yeah, batting down the hatches. So we've been doing our best. Um, Mm. Harry's been unwell, so I feel like the really positive traction we were getting with childcare and new routine, we've taken a real step back and Mm. mum and dad had to really step up this week. Thankfully, Mm. care is still permitted, right? So that got us through because it was a particularly busy week at work, isn't that mm. just the way when it rains, it pours. Oh, it's almost yeah. like they know you have yeah. the biggest work day <laughs> on the calendar for this quarter, and yeah. they go, Well, I'm gonna pop at 39 degree temperature, mum.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you anyway. actually think you have a life outside of me? No, oh, that's not how this thing works.
0: <laughs> that's it. So, we got that reminder again, but otherwise, yeah. we're in good spirits. We've been walking mm. and getting outside and just you know, trying to make the most of the family time, right? Because yeah. yeah, we have learned that this can be really precious time too. So
1: Hundred percent. It's honestly the times that we live in. It's so crazy. Um, The other thing that's a bit of an update on my end is that the boys are now obsessed with Jules and like that, like (gasps) everything's daddy, daddy, daddy. And like, how are you feeling,
0: Mum? How are you feeling? I'm
1: pleased. (laughs) All. I am pleased. I'm literally like, okay, great. So that means every time anyone wakes up at night, guess who has to get out of
0: bed? Not me. Daddy, <laughs> I'm no, Mum, don't want you, Daddy. Not literally. Don't, like is? I would get oh, out of bed and they're like,
1: Yay, no, Dad. And so now it's gotten to the point where I just don't get out of bed because I'm like, that's a waste of my time. I'm just gonna go back to sleep. <laughs>
0: I have been on the daddy love infatuation thing. I've been trying to get Tommy infatuated with the idea of camping. So I keep saying, you know, because he likes tents and torches, and I was like, how cool would it be to go camping with Dad and Harry and Mummy stay home and then that special boy's time. And he is just up and about about this idea at present. So maybe you can really just extend that love (laughs) for a weekend away (laughs) for us to go and do. Stuff that we want oh, to do. How good would
1: that be waking up in the morning if you had a hangover and not having oh, to deal with children? Oh, Amazing. The best.
0: The best. The best.
1: The dream. The, oh, the dream. Uh, the, the final thing I'll throw to the, the table, which is just like doing my head in, and you can look forward to this. Charlie, now that he's, what is he, about 14 months, has decided to come out of his shell and have a personality, and I'm like, I cannot <laughs> handle that. Like I could handle one of you, but like with two of you now being needy, having requests wanting certain things I've literally like got them just like chirping at me constantly someone's always in tears someone always feels let down and I'm just literally I'm going batshit crazy I'm like what the like it was so much easier Charlie when you were this this baby blob and now you like have needs and wants oh my god don't tell me this this?
0: (laughs) don't tell me this I know this pod is all about like sharing learnings and experiences (laughs) to allow us to better cope but I just don't know if I can deal with that right now. <laughs> it is literally
1: next level at the moment in our house. He's household. very
0: cheeky or Charlie. Very yes, cheeky.
1: Very <laughs> cheeky. So today I actually thought talking about you know taking our kids camping and and well actually us not taking them camping the boys taking them camping and um, us having a weekend away you know it came that actually made me think about today's topic which is essentially all about life before we had our children and these days as I was saying you sort of relish in the idea of having a day without them or even an hour without them because it's nice to just have that reprieve um, and basically I was thinking about this topic for a little while and then I had um, someone actually send me an Instagram message and essentially they said this and this is what sparked the topic for today so they said sometimes I miss my old life and then I feel guilty for feeling that way I love my kids and Family. I feel blessed, but I never thought parity would be this hard. What are the things that have surprised you the most about being mothers and do you ever miss your old life too?' And I literally was just like, girlfriend, I totally feel you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, we should definitely hash this out further, not only missing our own old lives, but the surprises that parenthood has sort of brought to the table. I mean, like even just hearing that live, what comes to mind around like, what are the things you missed the most when we were just footloose and fancy free?
0: It's that, isn't it, that we only cared about ourselves, yeah. right? We were at the peak of selfishness without realizing that mm-hmm. it was the peak of selfishness, that we could yes. do whatever we wanted, whenever yeah. we wanted, mm-hmm. and have a whole heap of fun and waste time and lie on the couch all Sunday, yeah. you know, bear the things, or just get on a plane and be like, let's go to Sydney next weekend, or yes. let's go here, let's do this, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Now we schedule or what six weeks eight weeks sometimes oh. in advance to Honestly. to do something you know you think about all of that that is definitely what I miss but yeah oh. I'm trying to reflect on it as I've moved into part b of my life yeah. of the yeah many many chapters of what's to come is okay. that what you think what have you been thinking about
1: absolutely and like even now when like, I I know that I'm going to have a you know a big day out so for example for my birthday right a few weeks ago um well god that was a few months ago now crazy um, um, I was prepping in my head I'm like okay so ordinarily when it's a birthday or a big day out or whatever you know we just I wouldn't even think about think twice about it I'd be more thinking about okay how what am I going to wear you know how am I going to prep for the day and like I'd never think oh god i got to make sure I get home at a decent hour because the kids will likely wake up by 6 and then I don't want to have to deal with them and a hangover and having had no sleep and all of that. So literally for probably about a week leading up to my birthday, um, which is was for everyone listening, um, I'd organised a day out with the girls and we did high tea at Crown and it was lovely and then we went out to a bar and had some drinks. And um, in the, the back of my mind I kept thinking, okay, I've just got to be home. If I get home by 8 o'clock at night then I'll have plenty of time to sort of recover. I'll have like five glasses of water when I get home and then, you know, because when the kids wake up, at six it still gives me enough time to rest and like literally i was like i have to be home by like 8 p.m and these are the things you think about because you i'm already thinking about the next day even before i've enjoyed my outing like do you do that too
0: You should see the alarms that I have to set myself in my phone. So that day while we're sitting at the bar, I had alarms saying, go home now. You will be sorry if you don't leave in half an hour. (laughs) What do you know? I was still one of the last ones standing because I have a better way of knowing it you know, yeah. after a few champagne, but <laughs> yeah, you've got to do all of those things because you don't have oh. the liberty of just feeling sorry for yourself the next day. And yeah. I like the guilt is, you know, yes. eats away at me now. You know, I think whether you got kids or not just mm. wasting time, time seems to be becoming more and more precious yes. to, to do things. You know, the weekend is very short when you're working five days a week and mm. um, yeah, you've got to make it count. So that's probably something that's, Maybe that's the maturity talking there from the difference mm. between 20s and, and now, but, yeah. yeah, God, it's a
1: different time. Oh, big time. I actually put it out to our audience to sort of see, you know, what are the things that they found the most surprising about being parents, and so there were four questions um that I put out there and each person had to sort of rank um what sort of resonated most with them what came in at the number one um item was how much your identity changes that was the number one thing that surprised our audience the most which was quite interesting Um, and I mean I had a few Mm. other questions as well which I'll delve into but um what would you say on the identity front how did
0: your identity crisis play out? <laughs> Do you know what? I actually remember the first time I went out after having Tommy and I remember mm. standing in the bar thinking, oh, this is weird. I kind of still feel like myself. Do I, like, questioning yes. myself on it? Do I mm. feel like myself? Am I myself? Who am mm. I? Like, that mm. was playing out in this kind of moment of freeze frame of who am I? Mm. I don't know. Like, in many ways I feel like parenthood is maybe made some of my strengths stronger and perhaps where I've had some gaps or weaknesses or learnings, they've really been highlighted too Mm. on the identity front as to who I am and how do I go about living. Mm. But I just, like kind of what I said before about, you know, 20s to now, this is Mm. who I am now. Like I think you do have to really kind of look at yourself and go, well, yeah, that person... She's not dead, but she's evolved. She's got other responsibilities and there's been other growth and um, that's that's the next part. And who I am in another 15 years will probably be very different again. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of how I'm choosing to, to look at it. I'm really mm-hmm. wanting not to think that the old, fun, crazy, happy-go-lucky live doesn't exist anymore i'm yeah. trying very very hard to keep her alive and i reckon mm. that's really important too that you know we really make time for ourselves that you know who we are lives and breathes and we don't forget about ourselves mm. what do you oh, think God. what have your affection totally been
1: i mean i think the thing i've struggled with the most particularly on the identity front is similar to what you're saying like we were always the the hard-working career-oriented Party people, love to be social, love to be out and, you know, did our exercise and, you know, just had our life kind of, you know, all sort of, you know, the facets of our life, you know, that were important to us. We had plenty of time for those different facets and now I'm trying to incorporate more into a very full high right so (laughs) now Mm, it's like mm. parenthood and where does parenthood fit in being a jet at your career and looking good and being social and and wanting time Mm. for yourself to get your nails done and you know like just and doing exercise and self-care and where does like when you're when you shove parenthood in there all of a sudden something's got to give and I think the crisis for me was is around still you know is around the fact that I'm trying to still be at the same level and height in my career and i put the same demands on myself from all of those different facets that i did prior to parenthood but now i've got kids to look after too and so Mm. you just feel so squeezed does that resonate with you at all
0: That is exactly how I feel right here, right now, Mm. in this very second, like my tank, the petrol light is flashing. Like I've just (laughs) got like, and I actually, I haven't felt like this in the seven months that Harry has been in this world. I actually feel Mm. like maybe I've been running way too quick and it's just kind of hit me all of a sudden. Mm. Maybe I'm just having a bad day and maybe it's COVID and maybe it's all of these things that a busy week just, yeah, taking us down. But I think to your point, Mm. Can we fit all of this stuff in? I just, I'm starting to think, no, you can't, and you've Mm. got to find the peaks and troughs of balancing it. But Mm. ask me again next week. I might have a much more optimistic, positive, resilient mindset. Mm. But, you know, let's be real. This is really, really hard, yeah, to do all of that. And, yeah, the social lives, as we've said, has probably been one of the things that we've had to cast aside we don't see each other nearly as much as we'd love to which is a big part of who we are right we're social people and you know you take that away and that outlet and therapy of chatting with your girlfriends and life you know that that can really knock you around let alone Mm. not having as much time to exercise like I can't even remember the last time I went for a run I'm desperate to do that Mm. Um, yeah it's kind of like you prioritize what you've what's important right here, right now, which for both of us is probably just keeping our careers afloat because mm. we're anxious about that, right? Like we've got mm. two little kids, we've had a little bit of time out of the workforce. Um, yeah. So, you yeah, know, for me, that's what's weigh, really weighing on my shoulders at the moment, mm.
1: I think. Oh, hundred percent. And I also feel like then I get annoyed at myself because at the end of the day, you know, we're in charge of where we spend our time. Um, I decided to look at, answer those couple of emails instead of going for a run and then at the end of the day I sit there going, well, you could, you know, like I'm really stressed. And so what what takes the back seat? The self-care piece. And it shouldn't. Yeah. like. Yeah. And sometimes we need to remind ourselves that. And so this week, actually, I went for two runs, which is like for the first time in like, you know, five months. I even used to have at my trainer, you know, that I saw once a week. I cut back on that because I just felt like there just wasn't enough time. And, you know, but it, at the end of the day, I get annoyed at myself sometimes because like you are in charge. And at the end of the day, well, if you don't get those couple of emails done, is that really the end of the world? Why am oh, no. I so wrapped up in being this perfect human when it comes to work? and then trying to mother but then I can't look after myself like what you know in the way in which I I, I want to be able to like why do we put ourselves last
0: I wish I knew the answer to that yeah. <laughs> no, you know yes. <laughs> big question like <laughs> because we're look we're people pleasers too right like mm. you know That's probably what drives me a lot too, and God, I wish I wasn't, but yeah, I hate letting people down. That's what drives me in friendships at work Mm -hmm. everything so if I feel like I'm not responding to that email even though they're probably not even expecting a a response from me at 7 p.m at night like (laughs) I feel like I want to show them that I'm online and you know I'm here to help type thing Mm -hmm. so you know yeah you've got to really police that and I know I have to police it more and Mark is always badgering me to Mm -hmm. yeah turn the computer off or just unplug Mm -hmm. um yeah and be more present so I will try and be more committed to doing that self care piece. A
1: good reminder for us, as you said, therapy session 101. Here we are again. Uh, Thanks, Lee. Here
0: we are. Good. Let me just lie down on my couch. Can you talk to me? (laughs) Tell me. (laughs) So, item number two. So, the second most
1: popular answer to what surprised you about parenthood the most was how overwhelming parenthood is. Um, And that so resonates with me because, I mean, before I was a parent and I guess similar to you, Liv, we were one of the first to have children in our friendship group. So uh, we didn't have, you know, friends with kids that we saw sort of, you know, them bring up their kids and so we kind of knew what we were into. For me it was certainly like I was just flying by the seat of my pants, right? So Mm. when um, I'd look at Instagram or I'd look at other mums on the street and I'd be like, oh, yeah, like oh I could do that,
0: (laughs) Like, you know, I, do you remember I me saying say that, that to nice you? And... I remember walking down the street when we are both heavily pregnant being like, yeah. look, if they can do it, surely yeah. we can do it. Like, look at how humankind has been created. Like, surely yeah. it can't be that hard. Yeah,
1: like we are capable individuals. <laughs> we have excelled in lots of areas of our life. And we can do oh I mean, Jesus, give oh. us a real challenge. And then yeah. it hits you. And even talking about overwhelming, it started um, with me from pregnancy. Like, I actually thought mm. that being pregnant should be perfection other than you get a little bit you know heavier etc and feel a bit more uncomfortable but you know you know with me it played with my head big time and I was so my anxiety mm. rose and you know I was you know I suffered from um prenatal depression and I just was so overwhelmed by the whole experience and I think my hormones were going everywhere as well so I was already mm. overwhelmed before this baby arrived <laughs> when it arrived I was like oh my god why didn't anyone tell us that this it is it this is hard? a really <laughs> shock <laughs>
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, did you feel, like, what was your experience around that? Oh, it was a rude shock. It absolutely Mm. was. In fact, I remember... You know, Tommy, my firstborn, I was probably 38 weeks. You know, every first mum, you know, is just desperate for you. You're over it, right? Like, you just want this baby to come. And I remember saying to someone who had three kids, I was like, oh, I'm really wishing this baby will come tomorrow. And she just said, be careful what you wish for (laughs) in this kind of judging, knowing you have no idea what's about to come. And it's kind of like it is a secret. Like, you Mm. know it's not going to be all roses. Like, you Mm. know it's going to be hugely challenging. But yeah, you don't know that day two after the birth is the most challenging night, and you will not sleep a wink, and you'll be thinking, "What have I done?" Yes. And you know your body's aching, and you're thinking, "Is this what the next five hundred nights of yeah, mm-hmm. the first year, first year and a bit are going to be like?" You know, yes. it's yeah, it's big. It's the not knowing. That's I think what yes. yeah makes it so challenging.
1: I think so as well and for me like I'm not I don't do well with uncertainty hence why I'm a bit of a Mm. control freak but Mm. I'm going to call myself a recovering control freak because I'm understanding now that trying to control the future is not really a you know it's not really something that can be done Um, but yeah for me I think definitely during the pregnancy it was the not knowing and it's so funny now and so bad to say but what I see pregnant um women who are you know pregnant for the first time and they're they're glowing and they're so excited to set up the nurseries and stuff i'm like oh bless enjoy this time darling
0: (laughs) do you remember (laughs) going to baby bunting when you're pregnant with the first and you're just so excited so excited and now (laughs) you go to baby bunting after two kids and just go oh oh, you guys have got no idea (laughs) that's Mate, me I get like oh, yeah, yeah I love going to baby bunting for that reason it really yeah. gives me a chuckle yeah.
1: <laughs> yes all of the naive people but yeah, to be fair and that's probably why this i started the podcast right because I wanted to kind of bring the stories to the table that I felt um I hadn't heard uh, enough of and mm. um, so mm. it's good i mean obviously there's the there's the beautifulness that comes with being a parent and and you know and the amazing love that you have for your child and and all of that but you know there are the the challenging times too and yeah. even just on that um for me one of the th- one of the items that yeah that really kind of got me was I knew I'd love my kid. Like I knew, you know, like you, you love your husband, you love mm. your family, mm. etc. But like, I never expected the feeling of like, my heart is now outside of my chest and mm. I'm so scared that like, you know, I want to protect this little human and I mm. don't ever want them to be sad. And I don't ever want them to mm, fall I down know. and scratch themselves. And I don't want, you know, like I never expected I that feeling like, did, like, did that throw you for, it's such a different love to all of the, The you know the other loves of my life like
0: Tommy has just started saying oh yeah and Tommy Mm. has just started saying I love you mum and it literally oh my goodness just could explode with happiness and all this stuff that we yeah have to deal with day in day out and he's hard and dirty Mm. and all the rest of it Mm. oh my god it just makes it all worth it doesn't it Mm, and now I, I hear myself saying oh my god that was funny he did that during the week he said oh my god (laughs) and I went okay he's certainly my son you are my son you are definitely my son there is no doubting that and you kind of beautiful
1: you reflect on um you know how our parents were a bit more of the strict parents and you know always wanted your mum always wanted to know like you know whose party we were going to and I just would you know lie and not really tell them who's (laughs) going Shout out His to our mums if you're listening.
0: Hi, mom. Love you, mum. Leonie wasn't uh, lying to her parents, I <laughs> promise. They knew where she was the whole time. <laughs> we're sorry like, about you- those passion pop bottles in the top <laughs> drawer.
1: <laughs> we thought it was so clever and our parents like were all over it. Oh. But you kind of get now why they were so strict yeah. and similarly, oh, like, yeah. we'll probably be like that Where because you, you just want to make sure that they're going to be protected and they're going to be okay and all of those things. And so it's funny that like yeah. all of that is starting to make sense to me now like the way in which we grew up and the discipline that yeah. you know we experienced it makes a hell of a lot of sense because you have your heart outside of your chest and you're trying to protect it, it
0: that is so right and I reckon that has been one of them The best rewarding, surprising things for me about Mm -hmm. being a mum in really understanding our own parents' perspective and their Mm -hmm. care and how that strengthened our relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that has been just, yeah, one of the best things for sure. It
1: really just all makes sense, doesn't it? You're like, oh, everything just kind of the puzzle pieces fall into place now. (laughs) You're like, oh, okay. I forgive you, mum. I forgive (laughs) you. (laughs) you <laughs> But the best part is i mean i remember even like you think you're so clever clever when you're a kid right so remember you know i'd get back from prince nightclub back in the day at like you know six o'clock in the morning right and i was like oh there's no way they would hear me opening the front door so i'd open it so carefully like you know and i'd and i'd run upstairs and i remember i'd run upstairs and my sisters would be sitting there watching cartoons because they're a couple of years younger than me and they'd just be like oh leone's home and i'd be like shh don't say anything i'm like where's mom and dad and they're like they're still in the bedroom I'd be like awesome don't say anything and I'd like run upstairs into my room and then like you know put myself under the covers and a few hours later you like emerge from my room and be like good oh, night sleep for me. Good night's sleep. Night's and- sleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh early night <laughs> and I think, and my dad would just sit there, and the strictest dad in the world for everyone listening, would just kind of sit there, not say anything. And I was like, you know what? He must not know that I only got home three hours ago. Because if he did know, then he would lose it. So he must not know. But then, like years later, and this is, I was at uni um, at the time. So I think he was more strict and um, similar to your parents, right? They were more strict right up until year 12. And then after that, they're like, you go do you. Um, but anyway, I certainly still felt as though my dad would tell me, even um, in my <laughs> 20s, coming home at 6 o'clock in the morning. So I'm sitting there going, he has no idea. And then I remember hearing him on the phone to a friend and he's like, what, your daughter gets home at 3 a.m.? Well, you're lucky. Leonie, like, walks in at, like, 6, 7 a.m. if we're lucky, like, on a Saturday <laughs> night. And I'm there. I remember I was, like, gobsmacked. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, he knows. I'm like, oh, I thought I was so clever and I thought I had, my like, my system all worked out. And like. But they know. They know everything. And we will know
0: as well, right? <laughs> Exactly. And they knew that you were fear- fearful, right? And yes. they were just glad that you were coming home. So exactly. yes. you got to pick your battles, don't you? That's the thing. And even now,
1: look, bringing up toddlers, the same thing, like you have to pick your battles because I feel mm. like I am fighting with the smaller version of myself. I, I don't know. Are you finding that with
0: Tommy at all? Oh, yeah, he he is me. He's likes his dislikes, mm. how stubborn he is. Mm. And, yeah, it is hugely infuriating yes. that you've just got to keep <laughs> yes. it cool. And I keep reminding myself, who's the parent here? Who's the parent here? Who's yes. the parent here? Yes. In fact, I spat that at Mark too. Who's the parent? <laughs> you know,
1: <But> all <laughs> when you to... see
0: Tommy bossing him around. Yeah. <laughs> But oh all they have dear. to do is
1: just nag for that little bit longer and you just kind of go, oh, and you throw lockdown in the mix and just having way too much on your plate in the mix and you just go, you know what, child, mm. after like the fifth, ma'am, you just go, you know what, just take it it,
0: like, Do me alone. you take Noah to the supermarket? I have had to stop taking Tommy to the supermarket oh, wow, really? because it's costing me $50 extra yes. in all the things <laughs> he was throwing into the trolley just to avoid the tantrum. I was like, sure, you can have that bluey toy and you can have yes. that Paw Patrol plate. And <laughs> so because I am that parent. Like I am yeah. just so nervous about yeah. having a public meltdown, yes. which is so normal and yeah. so ridiculous for me to think like that, that I yeah. literally buy anything to appease. My child. Yeah.
1: Oh, look, do you know what? I go in armed. So I didn't take Noah for a long time to the supermarket, but then more recently, he's sort of big enough to sit in the little um, trolley and he quite likes that. But I go in armed. I know aisle one, we're having an apple. By the time we get to aisle two, he'll want his yogurt. Aisle three, I've already got packed sultanas because he has sultanas for aisle three. Aisle four, like literally, and by the time we get to the oh little, gosh. you know, popcorn aisle, he has the popcorn. So, like, <laughs> I'm that mum at the hacks? register but pardon my life, hacks. <laughs> life hacks. I'm just no, doing actually, something he what knows am I doing? he knows the system and the thing is he's so my child because like you know he likes routine he likes certainty he knows exactly what's going to happen when he goes to the supermarket and he Stop usually it. loses it by the time I'm paying the money but then i made the probably made the wrong choice the other day he was losing it and he'd finished all his snacks and I and I always sort of warn him as we go up to the register Noah and we've only got one more minute we're just going to stay really calm while mum pays and then we're going please be calm mm. for mum he's calm for about 30 seconds and then he starts losing it and so anyway I'm there and I'm like just just and the same as you live I don't like being that one with the mum with the child uh-huh. who's losing it I'm there like just just take my wallet and so he's going through my wallet and he pulls out one of the cards and I'm like oh actually uh-huh. you can just tap on the atm thing and he's like oh okay so he reaches over and i like show him how to tap and he beeps and he loves it he's like again i'm like no no no, just one tap we'll do he's like again (laughs) i'm like oh no i've created a monster because we go to the next store and he's like mom can i feel kind i want to do the beep thing i want to do the beep thing and i'm thinking oh i've created a monster i haven't told jules about this yet because he'll be like what you, like, let him, like, he knows how to pay for stuff now. <laughs> what else is he going to do? <laughs> but anyway, so don't do that, Liv. Oh that was a bad error on my part. But okay. It was a hysterical, okay. hysterical moment where you're just like, what can I give you? You've already eaten, like, you know, 3,000 snacks and you're over that. So, oh, I know, just take money. I'm throwing money at you now. <laughs> we
0: know that thing. Oh, Isn't this, God. this is actually one of the other surprising things about, mumhood parenthood to me in and this is you know part of why we don't like having these public outbursts mm. because of the judgment it really yes. caught me off guard how subjected mums and dads are mm. to opinions thoughts various judgments about how you're parenting how you should be parenting yes. how i did it how you should do it whether that that's someone in the supermarket or your own family or friends mm. or it, yeah, I've really yeah, had to try and work hard yeah, to kind of stick in my own lane and even not judge others. Like we all judge, like, like that's, yeah. that's life, but mm. it's something to really remind ourselves a of, yeah, don't worry about anyone else, just do your own thing. And particularly with the social media age, it's like, you know, that gets amplified and it's
1: like, you know, I don't want to give sugar to my kids and I don't want, you know, and are they looking fantastic and, you know, how yeah. much screen time are they having? And it should be doing iPads now yeah. it's locked down, but I've, he's been on the iPad for a while, a couple of hours. And I feel bad, but I, he should be doing activities, but it's three to, Crazy outside and I've got like a million emails yeah. to answer like and then you do you judge you judge yourself you judge the other people like yeah it is crazy yeah. the level of pressure unnecessarily that we put on ourselves
0: yeah that has been yeah a big shock in all of this experience over the yeah. last years for sure no
1: I hear you mm. number three so of the four questions item three mm-hmm. was um the surprised about how you have to be on 24 seven. Like there's no, like there's not really much of a reprieve. And even when they're asleep, they may just wake up. Like you you have no certainty around time to yourself. And that is stressful. Like even for myself, like I find that I, I, you know you put them down at seven o'clock and this was last night we sit down mm. to have dinner you know have a glass of wine finally got through the day or whatever and then within 15 yeah. minutes Noah's like you know arcing up about something and I'm just like child can you t-? literally I'm like at breaking point now I'm like quickly drinking my wine faster I'm like I just I just yeah. need something to make me feel better because uh. like, it's too much like can't I just like palm you off to someone else can you just be someone else's problem for like the next hour like-
0: you like have you to be such a good you. team, don't you? Because You, you do. do. Like, that has been me this morning. Like, I have just yeah. checked out. Like, I am yeah. just like, I am done. Drop yeah. the mic. I feel really unwell. I quit. I just don't want anyone to talk to me. And Mark was like... <laughs> Okay, I got this. I got this. I will. I will. I will get by the next two hours. I'll buy you some time, and that's yeah. where yeah, you gotta really support each other with mm. those overnight wakes and mm. just the periods where yeah, you're not on because you can't be on twenty four seven for these early years um, of our little kids' lives. It's, it's just it's too much. It's impossible. It really, it's really impossible. You gotta
1: look after your own mental health. You know, in the meantime, too. Like your kids are certainly obviously very important and things like that but at the same time it's got to be that fine balance of as you said when you are finding you're checking out um you know doing whatever you need to do to try and give yourself a little bit of a reprieve whether or not it's your fortune you to come
0: into a- the pod room and record
1: a pod with leonie <laughs> as therapy that's what you do <laughs> that's what you do <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah it's literally crazy and talking about how um you just tag teamed with mark another thing that really surprised me was around how your relationship dynamic changes and i know we sort of touched on this in our last episode on the mental load where we were sort of like you know um the early years of, of having children where the initial shock to the system and oh my god like you don't i've been with the kid for a couple of hours and i've been doing more mm. chores and you have you know the the point scoring and all of that but um um, even, But the, I guess the, the positive um, sort of um, element to that is also how much you just go far out. Like you are, you know, again, if you're fortunate enough to be in a couple, um, you are sort of my partner in crime and we're a team here. Mm.
0: And, like, it's us mm. against the world. Yeah. I can't do this without you. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that has certainly been something that I have said to Mark. Yeah, I, I need you to back me up, yeah, mm. to help to lift the load yeah. yeah it's a real yeah and that's a really great thing that mm. your relationship can conquer and you know mm. something that is really rewarding you know thinking about relationships too that mm. yeah look at what you achieve together day in day out keeping a household running and mm. still liking each other yes 100%. I hope anyway he'll tell me if he yeah. doesn't but I <laughs>
1: yeah. still like him I um even down to like the romance bit right so if you're talking about like you know you remember we used to just always go for dinner dates and double dates and, and it was always just like mm. how fabulous you know it's so nice to have a weekend where you get to snuggle up to your partner and now you know like particularly I guess with COVID but even without COVID to go for a date night or something is you know like no- nowhere near as, as common I mean and how do you guys go fitting in, just time to yourselves or is there any time oh, to yourselves? We're,
0: no, we're not yeah. great at it. Mm. When, like, yeah, we, I don't know, like, Yes and no. Like we mm. do make a really conscious effort to spend time having dinner together mm. and being present, phones mm. down type mm. thing. But yeah. in terms of date nights and that sort of stuff, I think COVID's really put a stop to, mm. to any of that. But having said yeah. that, I am trying to look for a little night away for our wedding anniversary at the oh, end of the year. But definitely. who knows if that will happen or not. Like yeah. you had something planned. Remember you wanted to go to oh, Bray and that darling, was
1: darling, guess what? So my Bray booking was um a yeah. weekend away, it was obviously cancelled the first time during a, due to lockdown. And guess when the next time was scheduled for oh, today. No. Today oh, no. and we're in lockdown again. Yay. So
0: we've Thanks, now rescheduled COVID. that
1: for the third time. Thanks, old mate COVID. Um for a month's oh. time Time. And I'm really hoping that that can go ahead. And the other thing we had scheduled actually for two weeks' time is just a bit of a staycation. So we were going to get um, Jules's family to come from the from the um, country to be with the boys and stay in our place. And we were, we've we got a 40th that day and we're like, you know what, it would be really fun to just get a hotel room in South Yarra and just like be free for the day and night and next morning sort of come back to our home. And so that's what we've got booked in for two weeks' time. So let's see if any of this Amazing. can actually happen but I'm so excited even though it's literally just like staying at a hotel that's around the corner it's just it's still yeah. better than you know and it's the first time we would have ever done it since Charlie's been alive so um you've got to put those things in the diary but yeah the hardest part is actually being able to
0: make them work like with COVID <laughs> <laughs> it, Who knew that that would be the additional challenge that no. we would have on top of just finding the time, let I alone know. dealing with the COVID beast? Yeah, now no, I'm going to get better at that too. Yeah, Put you've got a holiday book for August? Are you, Are you still planning well, on yeah, going Well, yeah, we're meant to be going to Port Douglas. We're meant yeah. to be going to Port Douglas, but I'm mm-hmm. feeling that becoming less and less likely <sighs> as the days pass. So mm-hmm. fingers, fingers crossed because it is that really important family time, oh, undistracted, turn the work emails off that I'm yes. really desperate and craving. A um, bit of so vitamin we'll D, get out of this Melbourne, you know, frost. Yeah. If we can't yeah. go to Port Douglas, I'm going to find a house up in the snow and maybe go oh, yeah. skiing for a week. That's the plan. Yeah. Oh, we'll nice. see what happens. Yeah. probably oh, won't be do that so either. We'll Who knows? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> see what COVID please has Please pray store. to the COVID
1: gods, please. <laughs> oh, wow. um, so final, final element of overwhelm that people um, found around being surprised um, around the parenting front is that babies don't know how to teach themselves to sleep um, and I feel like I kind of vaguely knew that I was like oh yeah you got to kind of semi-train your baby like you know right I'm pretty capable that shouldn't be too should be relatively mm-hmm. straightforward and then you're in it and then you're sleep deprived and then you're sitting there going what the hell is wrong with this child <laughs> and you know as a sleep school advocate here having had both children go to of sleep school um, that was actually with Noah the biggest surprise I didn't realize how challenging the sleep would be what was your experience around
0: that yeah I've had two very different sleepers so Mm. that was probably a surprise in itself too Mm. every child is different like there's got to be a real um appreciation for that like there Mm. are just some kids who just don't sleep no matter what sleep training you do
1: um
0: yeah it's really really difficult for them they're just not programmed (laughs) in that way yeah um Tommy was maybe a little bit more like that Harry thankfully has been a good sleeper for yeah, the okay. most part yeah but it, you know having said that where he's now about to turn seven months old still isn't sleeping through the night mm. we do not like don't anticipate that's coming anytime soon mm. whereas tommy was sleeping through the night but probably a bit more of a disturbed sleeper so mm. yeah it the biggest thing for sleep was probably how well we can do on so little sleep right yes. like it just particularly in those first few months where you're literally getting hour, two-hour blocks here and there, it Mm -hmm. always amazed me at 8 o'clock in the morning I still felt relatively normal. I mean, I didn't look normal, but (laughs) it's still amazing. And I'm sure you were a charm to live with Liv.
1: (laughs) I'm sure sure Mark would be like, no, 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 (laughs) I knew that she hadn't slept (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, do you know, it totally comes down to your personality too. Where mm. you needed that, you really wanted the structure and the certainty, yeah. And that was really important for your own mental health too. Yeah. Whereas I was kind of a bit more. I'm very happy to go with the flow. I'm an every second day rule mm. kind of girl. Yeah, but I've definitely taken a leaf out of your book and had more structure with Harry this time, and maybe that's paid off.
1: Well, I think yeah. also when you've got the toddler you kind of like and then the baby you sort of you almost want to sort of structure the baby sleep as much as you possibly can around the toddler sleep as well um that's what I found just for my own sanity um but to your mm. point around them being so different yeah Noah went to sleep school and within 24 hours had the routine down pat happy days I was like this place is a bloody like I'm in heaven this is amazing like yeah and then I went in with the same expectations with Charlie thinking oh yeah 24 hours is gonna be a um, you know full-time sleeper Happy days and literally, you know, I got through the whole mm. week at sleep school without Charlie sleeping through the night and then it took about four mm. months after sleep school to get him to sleep through the night and that was with me religiously doing the um, the sleep school schedule and,
0: you know, not yeah. letting up.
1: So you're right, so different.
0: It's crazy. So, so different. It's so hard, yeah, not to put pressure on yourself or, again, go mm. back to, you know, comparing to other kids at the same age or other babies in the mother's group who Mm. are perfect self-settlers or Mm -hmm. sleeping through the night or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Sleep is something that definitely, um, yeah, wears away at you, that's for sure. Oh,
1: I think once Uh, you've got that in place, everything else sort of falls into place it's just sort of getting that right I found um you know all of a sudden you can you know it's like I can see clearly now the rain is gone (laughs) you know like literally I was like walking around all misty-eyed and just being like I don't even know what day it is to like oh my gosh like I know where I put my keys like I know (laughs) you know and my kids
0: like not grumpy all the time amazing oh my (laughs) god I can't wait for that that is that is the place that I want to go to i am getting closer (laughs) but god it still feels like a few miles down the road yeah it's funny like it's good weeks and bad weeks isn't it we're just off a really yeah we've had just a really bad week and Mm. that's all right next week will be better you just got to keep pushing on
1: well, thank you so much, Liv, again for um, having chats with us today. It's always so good to to catch up and hash things out. And um, I, I wish you your family well, and the little ones. Hopefully, they get a little bit better um, on the you sickness too, front. You too. go get yourself a wine, girl, um, and enjoy yourself. I am literally <laughs>
0: just going to sit on the couch and mope because sometimes <laughs> that's just what makes you feel better. That yes. is where I'm at. Yes. And then tomorrow will be a new day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks
0: for my for nightly therapy session i really (laughs) appreciate it i hope everyone didn't think i was too much of a debbie downer maybe it was just real talk because no doubt we're all here at some point (laughs) absolutely real
1: talk all right babe we'll speak soon bye see ya thanks for listening if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe leave us a review and give us five stars if you're feeling fancy want to be part of the parenthood community join our facebook group and follow us on instagram at Parenthood Pod. Now I'll let you get back to the organised chaos. Until next time.
0: Lighting is key. I'm like, oh, I look amazing today. I feel like shit, but...